Welcome to the Coffee, Critiques, and Cracked Pottery podcast. This podcast is a bi-weekly exploration of topics and tangents running from food to literature and politics to pop culture. I am your host, Ray, a card-carrying citizen of flyover country, where things are never quite as simple as you imagine. So today, I figured I'd just do sort of a teaser episode, kind of let you guys know a little bit about what I intend to do here with coffee, critiques, and crack pottery. I think most of you probably already figured out that that's a slight play on words, although there's a tiny bit more to add to that. The coffee is C-A-W-F-E-E, which has its roots in the fact that I love crows, ravens, most of the Corvid family, I'm fairly attached. But the addendum to that is I also often have something to crow about, you know, ah! or complain or critique or expound upon. I'm one of those people that un- has the unfortunate or maybe fortunate in this circumstance character type of being a motor mouth on occasion. Okay, a lot, maybe a whole lot. But the point is, I seem to always have something that I like to say or would like to say or put into conversation. And I've been told, maybe I shouldn't say that. I mean, I've been told to shut the hell up too. But I mean, so I think sometimes the conversations that I have with my friends and the conversations that I have with my family are useful, interesting thought-provoking. I learn a lot from them. They maybe learn something. I don't know. Maybe I don't have that much to teach. But at any rate, that's kind of where this whole idea of doing a podcast came from, is that I have this tendency to riff on specific subjects. And so I thought, well, you know, put this to good use. So today's intro is going to just run you through the basic format of the show. So you've seen already, you have this fancy, wonderful musical intro that was provided by a really fantastic Wisconsin native artist named Mark Croft. He lives in Madison, Wisconsin. He plays all over the place, Europe. United States, the Midwest, wherever. He's really terrific. And I hope that you'll look at the liner notes for this show and take a follow. Go look at him on YouTube. Follow his webpage. If he's playing anywhere near you, you really need to go see it. But at any rate, that opening clip comes from a fantastic song of his called The Crow and the Raven. Haha. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, now that I've got that plug out of the way, a little bit from Mark, because he was very kind in letting me use his music to do the intro for my show and my bumpers and some other stuff. You will hear it probably until you are crazy sick of it. Um, I hope not. Maybe I'll find some other crazy stuff to stick in here, including I think I have to go find some crow noises if I'm going to be on Apple because they need to not have swearing. So I'm going to have to have something to bleep me because I can't believe I've already talked three minutes and six seconds and I haven't sworn once. So that's part of me and maybe (laughs) some of the flavor of the show. We'll see. At any rate, my idea here is to sort of range a different group of topics. Um, I'm a real big foodie. I love it um, a lot. Like I love to eat. I love to cook. I love to learn about new cuisines. I love to travel places and eat. It's like the first thing I do when I go someplace. I'm huge on like, where's good to eat? I want to eat 
someplace. If I go to, I went to New Orleans, been there twice. I went to New Orleans and the first thing on my mind was, I want to eat New Orleans. Let's go. So that's just sort of my nature. Um, I also really enjoy television about food and cooking. That's something we'll get into in a later episode or several later episodes, I'm guessing. So that's one of the topics is a little bit about food ways and food culture and how food interacts, how we interact with food in our daily lives. And not coming from a healthy person perspective, because I like, you know, bacon and I'm a metasaurus. Well, okay, I'm an omnivore, but at any rate, I like all those sorts of things. So I'm kind of all over the place in terms of that. And I'm, I'm not a super calorie conscious or health eating person. I mean, I try not to eat total garbage, but it does happen sometimes. Um, so we'll talk about food a bit. And I also love the arts in general. However, I mostly will be focused for the purposes of the podcast, of course, on things like music, film, television, that sort of stuff. So I have lots of ideas, thoughts, and perspectives and opinions about the things I see on TV, things I see in media in general, and that'll be something that we definitely, you'll hear about here. I also, because I am a pretty steady consumer of political stuff, um, print media, um, public radio, television, the rest of it. Although I have to admit, and I'm going to admit it right here, I don't listen to network news hardly at all. So there's that. But there will be a lot of discussion of politics. I don't think it's possible to be alive in this country right now and not talk about politics. And I know for sure that being a Wisconsinite in the liver in the upper Midwest, you cannot, we can't just 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 can't divorce our daily life from politics. So we will have political conversations. And I apologize now to anybody who might be offended by my political views. Part of the thing that makes America a great country is that we all have a right to them. We don't all have to agree with each other, but we all have a right to have those views. And I'm going to express them. It's kind of my nature. Some of it may be controversial for, for people on the left. Some of it may be pretty controversial for people on the right. Most of it's going to be super controversial for people in the middle because I'm not a real big fan of that. But now that I've said that part, so some of it will be about politics, both international, like where America fits in the big scheme of things. Some of it will then be about local and state issues. So that's sort of the nutshell of the topics They can then will probably divert from there. As I mentioned in my intro, they can be tangential. I can go there, I'm sure. So we'll see how it goes. The show is going to be divided up into three basic parts. The first one's going to be coffee time, which coffee, coffee time. I'm a lover of coffee also, including all things black feathery and coffee. But um, we'll be doing coffee time in the beginning. It's about five minutes, six minutes. Depends on how much I got to riff on. Where I'm going to do some shout outs to friends of mine who also have podcasts, podcasts I listen to um, pretty addictedly, and just weird whatever mind verbal comes up in the day that I decide I'm going to sit down and, and put together the podcast. That's what that time will be. So you'll hear things about music that's going to be playing local that you might hear about something I saw that was a news article that I thought was interesting. And you also will more than likely have an opportunity to check out some of my friends' podcasts or podcasts that I really admire a great deal. So that will be the beginning, coffee. 
the coffee section. Then we will move on to the middle part of the show, which is will be topical. Those shows, I've already got a, three, four of them already outlined. They will be specific to a topic, and I may or may not have a guest. I have some pretty amazing friends, and I have some really fantastic family. My closest family living to me, closest to me living, closest living to me, is my adult son, Nathan. He will be probably a frequent co-commentator on the show. <clears throat> Gets kind of colorful with the kid around. You can tell as soon as we get started, you'll know right away he's mine. But he's also very much a millennial in his generation. Now, when I say that, for those of you who are going to eye roll and groan, I just want to point out that I'm one of those few Gen Xers who just totally doesn't have time for the attitude that millennials get. There's a lot of reasons that the generation just past us is got some attitude. They got a little chip. It's okay. My generation had a chip. My parents' generation had a chip. People have chips. We get them. We pick them up. We start collecting them from the time that we're born. It has everything to do with our social, parents' social sphere, our socioeconomic realities of our upbringing, our location, our culture, all that. So, you know, they are products of the environment that they're in. We don't really get to be mad because we made the environment. So now they get to, and we have to deal with how they've chosen to internally process it, or maybe not been programmed to internally process it in either case. I think they have a lot to say. So Nate's going to be on the show quite a bit and has some pretty interesting perspectives. Don't always agree with him. That's okay, I guess. I mean, he's not a complete carbon copy. Close, but not quite. No, he, we, we don't agree on everything. And you'll probably hear some impassioned arguments from time to time. But um, he's a good kid, um, good adult. He's an adult male. He's almost 30. He's a really great adult male who... I'm lucky to uh, lucky enough to call son. So you'll get to meet him. And my friend Alyssa, she is actually Nathan's best friend. And she is really smart, crazy smart girl. And a fantastic voice for both her generation and her gender. I'm really proud to know this person. So she's going to be on. Her and I are going to talk about all things feminine. Um, <laughs> and sometimes that will be politics. Sometimes that will be media. Sometimes that will be art. It all depends. We're going to, I think our first planned show, her and I are going to do something about comic books and female portrayals and female produced comics. She's a big aficionado on this. Like the girl knows her stuff. So she's super geeky, which is also something you're going to find out. I didn't sneak that word in anywhere in the title or the description, but it, it, you're sorry, but it, it's going to be what it is. Um, we're all geeks. Almost everybody I know is a geek. All the best people are. So she's going to be on the show and um, hopefully you guys will come to love her as much as I do. Um, She'll be fun to discuss stuff with. And I have another friend who's been super supportive for years of me in getting involved in something like this, in doing something interactive with media. He even tried to get me a job at a radio station one time. That didn't work out. <laughs> I think it's because I took way too long 
in the mic in the booth with SoundForge fixing all the things I did that were mistakes. So anyway, he did try to get me a job in radio one time and it didn't work out. But he's been always been very supportive of my creative endeavors and wanted me to write and is always interested in very thought provoking and intelligent intellectual conversation. And we have a lot of overlap in our areas of interest, in particular when it comes to music and politics and media. Not as much. He's a little less on the geeky side in that regard, at least about the same things I'm super geeky about. Um, but his name is Steve Walker, and he is a fantastic guy. He has some radio history. He works in radio or has worked in hit radio. And he's kind of my mentor through the sound mixing of this and through the content collection and organization of this and is really kind of being my big cheerleader right now. So he's definitely going to be on the show. I think him and I are slated at this point, some point mid-June, mid-July, according to Maynard James Keenan, him and I are going to do a review of the new and upcoming Tool album. Yes, because music and Tool and Maynard. So we're real excited to do that together. Um, but I don't imagine that'll be the only time. I think we'll probably have to have a Chicago Cubs episode, he and I, at some point, because my paternal grandmother in heaven is definitely way psych. She's super hype about all things Cubs. And I kind of grew up in and out of her house in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And watching the Cubs games were, it was a thick. Steve is a huge Cubs fan as well. So um, we'll probably have to have something about the mysticism and the beauty of baseball. And then work it around to something about the Cubs. So that's a thing I see in wiveling in the future. There are a few other things I, I, I expect to do. I am um, because I am really nerdy and kind of geeky. And I love episodic television, cable things, all that sort of stuff. I have an episode planned for the premiere of the final season of Game of Thrones. You'll find out, you're going to find out, that Game of Thrones is a thing with me. So I love the books, and I'm, of course, anxiously awaiting Winds of Winter, just like all the other nerds in the world. Um, but in the meantime, we have this TV show. Whether or not it's good or bad, I'll save for that episode. But it is all we have right now while we wait for George R.R. R. Martin, the literal, <laughs> literary iceberg writing to complete the last two books and more than likely just can we just get winds of winter that just that would be just wonderful fabulous so that'll be one but we'll have that topical conversation in the middle of the show and then i plan to close the show out with crack pottery now crack pottery <laughs> is crack pots being a crack pot okay so yeah you follow it there's the play on words again so Crack Pottery is going to totally be a place where I kind of riff into the uh, the wild unknown, kind of like I am here right now, although I have a structural guideline in my head and a little bit of notes in front of me, not a lot, but Crack Pottery will be where we get into things like tinfoil 
And for those of you who are not, you know, into the whole meme thing, don't understand tinfoil. Tinfoil is theory crafting around anything, really. And it has to do with, you know, conspiracy theories or, you know, overthinking stuff and looking into things to duply ascribing bad conclusions to scant evidence sometimes. Or, you know, knitting together a hair shirt with pencil shavings. It's kind of like that. So that's part of what crack pottery may entail. Crack crack pottery might also include me losing it. Like, I need to have a rant. Like a serious, like, just like four minute or ten minute verbal explosion about something ridiculous that I've seen, heard, or read, or maybe lived through. I mean, you know, I don't want to bore you guys with my life, my real life, because, eh, whatever. But... It may happen. I don't know. I never know where I'm going to be from one minute to the next. Sometimes great things come out of my mouth and sometimes not. But, you know, we're going to get through this together, right? We're going to be a team. So, but more than likely, it's going to be something that has come up just in general in pop culture or elsewhere that I think is really crazy or I'm really crazy about. I guess maybe that's the best way to put that crack pottery tinfoil hot takes unpopular opinions hot takes and unpopular opinions are basically the same um you know unpopular opinion i I hate generally like nascar it's a hot take i mean sorry not sorry really so that's the end of the show that'll be the end of the show every week will be um my crack pottery and of course a fantastic musical outro by Mark Croft's band and himself. So now that we have discussed the basic format of the show, kind of where my mind has got it all plotted out and some of the upcoming topics that I have had in mind or I have in mind already and some of the stuff I've already got show notes written up for and done a little bit of research on, I guess, you know, we could just, I could just riff now for a little bit. Um, I probably won't keep you the full length of what the regular podcast I expect to be somewhere around an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending on how far I get going or if I've got guests and how far off far afield we get or how much density of topic material there is, which that may be the case. Um, that would be one thing about coffee. If there's a lot to talk about, there might be a lot to talk about there, kind of to unpack. I don't know if any of you are familiar with or fans of Mark Marin's WTF or what the ah! podcast, I suggest you listen to it. He has a fantastic thing usually at the beginning of his show, which I really just, I think that's where I got the idea. I'm going to just say now that I probably just like ruthlessly nicked it from Mark. But he does this great intro thing every week where he kind of riffs on stuff that's happened during the week before he gets to the main interview, the meaty, the meaty bits of his show, which are always informative, super adroit. He has this fantastic guest. And particularly if you are interested in like stand-up comedy and music, he has interviewed some just fantastic people, including former President Barack Obama. That was pretty cool. Because like Barack sat in his little garage and they talked about stuff. It was pretty cool. 
Um, but Mark does a fantastic podcast, and I'm a big fan. It's another one of those things where I binge. I'll just binge for days. I'll listen to episodes I missed. Recently, I just listened to one that was really, really, really good. One of my favorite topics in music, period, the BC Boys. Um, he had Mike Diamond and Ad Rock on, and they talked about their new book about the Beastie Boys and riffed about Beastie Boys history. Very, very, very good interview. If you haven't listened to it and you are a fan of either Mark Marin or the Beastie Boys, I really suggest you go check it out because it was totally worth the investment of my time. So he does this little thing in the beginning and he sort of does a rant. So, you know, coffee might be a little like that. You'll see. We'll see. And then some final thoughts. It's a good, it's a good three piece. Break it up a little bit. Give people a little break here and there. So I guess I could just riff for a little bit. I, I, I do want to riff about something that I just like totally, I, I was cruising through Facebook like 20 minutes ago <clears throat> while I was doing some editing here because I, you know, chewed my tongue in pieces and then was, blah, 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 was trying to talk so I had to go back and fix it and then I was like okay you need a breather anyway so like take a sec so I was cruising through Facebook and what comes across my feed but that it is game on for Bill and Ted 3 face the music with I might add the original cast this I can't even tell you like how hype I am for this it is the most hype thing I've felt for a while. I, I don't know. Maybe Winds of Winter would be bigger for me. But like in the, the endless and masturbatory repeat reboot of one, my childhood favorite shows, movies, and then comic book universes i'm just what okay so in that miasma of in my opinion just ah! this is one of the things that is not getting a reboot but an update that i am super jazzed about people can say what they want about counter reeves okay i get it I get it. You know, I've seen his movies. I, I understand. There's a point of view to be had there. I do. Um, you know, much ado about nothing. It hurt physically. I, you know, you just like fast forward to the Kenneth Branagh parts. I, but at any rate, I am so hype because it is Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. They are reprising their roles as Ted Theodore Logan and Bill S. Preston Esquire. And I don't know how many times I've referenced this movie in the, what, 30 years? Has it been 30? It's close? Like, when? 89. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, almost 30 years since the first movie came out that I've referenced this. Because I still, in my head, the peacenik, you know, uber uber hippie that I thing, flower whatever, that I, I feel like I am, sometimes has just said, you know, why can't we just solve all the world's problems with Battle of the Bands? I mean, seriously? Just think. I think part of the reason that 
a lot of people would be nervous about this. It's like, okay, so America has like great music. We do. We, we really do. We have like amazing artists in this country, uh, recording artists. Unfortunately, most of the best of them nowadays don't even hit radio. That, sorry, not sorry. Hot take. So I'm like, but you think about like the history, how history would have changed in America internationally, actually, if like the United States had been forced and every nation had been forced to have these like music offs, right? Where everything diplomatic, trade, military was all solved, not with increasing technological advances built around the efficiency of killing other human beings, but like based around who has got the best mufu. Mufu. Music, kung fu, mufu, mufu. Who's got the best mufu? Well, I, you know, I mean, this is a, this is a topic that's like endlessly interesting to me. Like, literally, you could sit down and like plant out things like I don't know, World War One, maybe. You could go back to all those wars between the French and the Germans. Oh my God! Right. And, like, there'd just be so much interesting ground to, to cover here in terms of composer versus composer. Like, you know, Mozart was Austrian, I'm pretty sure. Mo uh, Beethoven, right? Like, and then you go up against, like, the guys from Vienna, you know, like Vivaldi or whoever. So, like... If you put these guys, you know, and it was a big arena, right? Everybody comes, all the heads of state, and it's like it's like it's they get a, they get some kind of primitive applause meter, <laughs> and you figure it out. And it, I think it would have been it'd be interesting. This is the thing in my head. It's like this is such a cool idea. And then you know you land this sucker in the middle of like 1964. Post Buddy Holly's death and the British invasion takes place, right? Right? You get where I'm going here. This is just like, to me, this is like gold. It's like, you put Leonard Skinnerd against Led Zeppelin. Think about it. What does your brain do? That right there. I mean, just wow it's mind exploding and like nowadays put you know you could have put a vici right versus skrillex i mean there's just like there's so much wonderful things that could happen if we just like were more invested in the creative abilities of our populace and the life-affirming promise and gift that music is to the human experience. And shit, you know, you, how do we know that some fantastic recording artist from, like, the Congo wouldn't just, like, show up and go, I am so tight. Watch this. 
And suddenly we're all thinking Congolese. Like, you know, it's, I, I just, I think this is interesting. It's a, it sounds stupid, but I think it's interesting. And honestly, so in the liner notes, I'm going to be throwing up the email for this podcast. So if you listen to this and you have some kind of like, let's just do this, let's just go there. Maybe once a quarter or something, I'll get all my music friends together and we will do this. You guys send suggestions for intergalactic, well, okay, so maybe not that, but international battle of the bands you give us a time period and we will pick our bands and then we will argue it out i think this is gold we did it maybe once a quarter or once a year i don't know we'll see you know get a every two week podcast right so there's a lot of room so it's not 52 weeks right but it's it's a lot so we can we can work it out maybe we can do special episodes special episodes international battle of the bands i don't know but i think it's a cool idea and uh it might be fun especially with my friends because they're nuts i mean i've just said all these really nice things to you earlier about my friends but the truth is they're all a little not right in the head but then you know i'm not so i guess it sort of figures like i don't know there's, there's got to be like meets its own right my mom always said water rises to its own level she still says that she's not dead i don't want to talk about my mother in the past tense that's gross because she's not but <clears throat> she always said water rises to its own level so you know my friends are my friends but i think it could be it could be fun now i've gone off completely on a tangent and this is where a host would be nice because it'd be nice if somebody would go yeah so what we were talking about was this because i've lost it already um, oh, Riffic, about the Bill and Ted movie. Anyway, the point is, that's like the premise, right? That's how they solve, they give world peace, and then intergalactic peace. That's where Rufus, right? Rufus comes, Rufus comes from outer space, the future, whatever, and it's George Car Carlin, right? And he's like, dudes, for real, this is, you've like revolutionized sentient being interaction by providing us with a completely civilized method of solving our disputes i mean and then started an entire religion cult philosophy theology theocratic gold intergalactic premise right be excellent to each other party on dude i mean I know it sounds, and for some people it sounds, it's like, it's sad. It was just like the dumbest movie in the 80s. How could you? But you don't understand the beauty of it, really. It is a beautiful piece of art, and I am so excited about the third installment. I cannot. I cannot. It'll be especially nice to see Keanu do something other than John Wick. Not gonna lie, I love John Wick. The first time I haven't seen the others... I know, I'm a bad, but I have a tendency to get really disappointed with sequel things. It, the more is not always better. So I haven't watched the other two yet, because I, I don't know if I can handle the disappointment. But it'll be nice to see him return to something that's, you know, a character who's sweet and kind of simple, which I think is 
Oh, based on some of the celebrity gossip shit I have read about Keanu Reeves. Oops, I missed it. I caught over that feces remark. Anyway, that I've read about this guy. He's pretty sweet and kind of simple. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. I like sweet and simple. Honey, sweet and simple. Honey on sweet potatoes. Extra sweet and simple. Anyway, so he's... I'm looking forward to this. This is like bomb. I'm so stoked. So hype. And in terms of any other things that really popped out at me, I, 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 I don't know what to say. There's some things that could be discussed about the Cheeto in Chief. Sorry, not sorry. He's, um, yeah. I'm I just wondering yet when somebody's going to file charges. I mean, here's the hot take. Okay, I got a hot take on Trump, on the Cheeto in Chief, and charges being filed about anything he does. So just, just, just listen here. So we know by his own admission that he's like got no problem invading a woman's personal space. I mean, that whole grab him in the pussy, just grab him and um, start kissing him and, you know, grab him by the pussy. They'll like that. That whole thing, I mean, I didn't hear him asking for consent or even offering an NDA, NDA, which, I mean, literally the guy should have thought of that, right? I mean, how many women did he have to pay off before the election in order to keep them out of the press? Like, if you're going to grab a woman by the pussy. I mean, if you're really going to just, like, commit sexual assault and, and you don't really care about consent, like, that's a sort of a joke, then why don't you just, like, have a pocket flip out folder of non-disclosure agreements right and say okay so i need you to sign this real quick <clears throat> and then just like go at it grab them and then you know then they can't even talk about it you can't even tell anyone they were sexually assaulted of course then when you go on entertainment tonight and you tell people that you sexually assaulted women and don't care i mean that's fine so he didn't get arrested there were no charges brought you know, he gets he beat his wife and and according to Ivanka, who's then recanted, which I'm guessing when you're, you know, your husband's tied up with the Russian mob and stuff. If somebody says you need to recant what you put in your book, then you do. But okay, so like, you know, marital rape was a thing. So none of these charges, you know, he's never been for any crimes inflicted on women because, I mean, sarcasm button depressed fully. <laughs> We're just women. Like, we don't matter, right? Our, our autonomy and our the sanctity of our personal space and our agency over our own bodies, all that stuff's kind of like, wah. But it, if you ever wonder why women get mad about this stuff, just ask yourself. So when he gets charges eventually pressed against him for tax evasion and fraud, which is, he's looking down both barrels of the gun right now. And like the only reason that he won't get charged is because Republicans are so enamored of the votes and the basic carte blanche to just be as reactionary, as weird as they want to, and to like make happy every conservative niche group that ever, because he just, he hasn't met a conservative idea that he, he didn't love Trump. So they can like just pass whatever legislation they want. So they kind of have, you know, the junkyard dog on a leash they get to do what they want. So they, they don't really want to give that up. Like, you know, and, 
and they're not going to go there. But other than that is, but it's money. It's like, what, if you wonder why women get mad about issues of personal sovereignty, boundaries, a right to personal space, consent, autonomy. So we've already gotten all the, and no one cared. But what Americans are going to be mad about, even if the Republicans don't impeach this guy, even if the Democrats, if Nancy Pelosi, really, really Nancy, wow, I can go for hours on her, so I won't. But you're going to put yourself, they're going to get mad about money. Women who would slut shame other women because they they were close enough to Trump to get their pussy grabbed. Women who would say that, you know, you're a woman, that's that's our life. Shut up and deal with it. That's your job um, to put up with this stuff. It's just, you know, men are men or whatever. The internalized misogynistic females that have, like, given Trump a pass all the way along for all of his bad behavior towards women... <clears throat> They're not going to be okay with the tax evasion and the fraud and the rest of it. They're not. And some of his more intelligent followers are not going to, that are male are also not going to be okay with it. Now, there's going to be a huge group of them, the ones that thought this was funny when he said it at the debate about how, <laughs> if you don't pay taxes because I'm smart. If I don't pay taxes, it's because I'm smarter. Which, apparently, none of the people that heard this thought this was cool. That means he thinks he's smarter than you. And when somebody thinks they're smarter than me, I know they think I'm dumb. So he thinks you're dumb. I don't know how you don't get that. But apparently they didn't. People don't. I'm not sure how. I'd say something about their intellectual capacity, but Trump already said it. So that's why women get annoyed. One of the reasons. Not not the only one. I mean, there's, you know, all the brutal, horrific things that go along with sexual assault and rape and um, ignoring the fact that we're people. Stuff like that. Um, But that money in this country is more important than people. Always. Always. And yeah, I can be mad that taxes are what taxes are. I'm not mad about taxes. I don't mind paying taxes. I wouldn't. I don't mind the idea of taxes, as long as the money that I pay in taxes is not going to support things that my government does that I don't personally agree with. Now, this is a conservative. This is like right off the top of the teabagger box. But that means I don't want to spend money on foreign interventionism taking our troops and going places and killing interesting people that by no fault of their own other than they don't believe in the same religion or they are sitting on top of a pile of oil or they're in between a pile of oil and a port I I don't like it I, I don't I don't want to kill people with my money I really don't. Um, I, I'm not into that. I, I wouldn't pay to kill anybody. I, I'm not a. I'm not that kind of person. 
most of us, when we break it down to that, we're not the kind of person to hire a hitman either. But apparently, you know, as Americans, when we pay our taxes, that's what we sign up for. So I, I don't have a problem with paying taxes. I have a problem with where our tax money gets spent. And the majority of our tax money, regardless of what you want to say, the pie charts don't lie. It is spent on military spending. And I just got out of working for a contractor that does some of that work for the U.S. military. I'm just telling you, you have no idea how much money gets spent. You need to get acquainted, but a lot. So, you know, they're only, the government's only going to step in. And the American people are only going to demand his head roll if they, if they even do. Not because he's a sexual, serial sexual assaulter. But because he cheated on his taxes. I don't think it's even going to bother them, the fact that he cheated on his taxes and then all the ill-gotten money was laundered, you know, through a dodgy European bank. And that some of that has to do with laundering illegal money and payments that he's making and taken from the Russians. I don't get it. But I get I mean, I do. Kind of do. It's easier to just idolize a dictator than and, and a despot and an autocrat and a fascist than it is to stand up to him, I guess. For some folks. Um, I don't know. It's kind of scary. Uh, hurts Hurts the soul a little bit to think about. The fact that, you know, World War Two, we had young men and middle-aged men and men and women in their limited capacity signing up to join the U.S. military to go and liberate Europe from fascism and to fight Nazis and to be against nationalism that is taken to a toxic level. And now we have a president who's an apologist for all of that, including white nationalism that happens in foreign countries. I That New Zealand shooting is really awful. And uh, my heart goes out to all the people of New Zealand and in specific the Muslims that lost family in those shootings, but um, we're American, you know. It's gotten to the point with us with mass shootings for real, uh, based on fascism, racism, and religious ideology. It, it's just another day in paradise. So, there's that. Anyway, so those are the two things, I guess. I thought I'd just sort of go crazy and rip on. It's um, been a long period of time. I'm not sure how long, but I guess I have reached the limit of how much I even want to listen to myself talk. No, I probably haven't. But I think for an intro, to kind of give you a teaser and a taste of what you can expect, um, at least from me by myself. Although it'll all be a lot more thought out than this, because this is really today just riffing. This is really just this whole last bit has been sort of a free form sort of thing. But I thought people might appreciate kind of a 
lift the curtain just a little to see what goes on in here um, before they, you know, make a commitment to the to coffee critiques and crack pottery. I really have enjoyed this. I'm hoping that I continue to enjoy it. I also hope that you enjoy it and continue to enjoy it. I'm looking forward and backward and sideways and in and out. No, I'm I'm really looking forward to exploring this and seeing if it is um if I hit a if I hit a chord, you know? If I can communicate out there with other beings and uh strike up some discourse and provoke some thinks. Those sorts of things are super super important to me um, because that's how I operate. I like listening to other people and having my mind, you know, rattle around a little bit, having new points of view interjected for me to chew on. Sometimes I swallow them. Sometimes I spit them out. I mean, that's normal. That's human. So I'm looking forward to it and I'm really hype 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 about what i've got planned for episodes and hype 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 about my friends and hype 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 about just the whole adventure so i really hope that you will see me here in two weeks two weeks and where the subject matter will be people who ruin fandom and fandom conversations for others. This episode will be done more than likely with my son, Nathan, because we both have some pretty strong opinions about this. So that'll be next time. So official, official episode one of Coffee Critiques and Crack Pottery. I hope to see you all there. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoyed this, even if it was a little, I don't know, I felt a little bit like I was mentally masturbating. I apologize. I guess it's kind of weird. I'm sharing that with strangers on the internet. Okay, whatever. Um, Point is, I just really hope that you enjoyed it, and I hope to see you again next, well, in two weeks. All right, see ya. Bye. Well, the crow and the raven were sitting on the vines. Watching as the vultures circled in the darkened sky And the crow said, Mr. Raven, it's obvious to me That there's trouble for as far as I can